Today on The Breakdown, one of our players is named Lu Pu. Lu Pu, and it's spelled the way you think, in a bad way. Lu Pu, P-O-O. I don't know why, but it's a $100, $200, $400 cash game from the World Series of Poker Europe, and Lu Pu is going to have to make some decisions that are going to be challenging. It's going to put him in a state where it's going to be hard to complete something. One might say sort of a constipated state. (laughs) That's right. I went there. I don't care anymore. It's the end of the year. The holidays are upon us, and I've given up. (laughs) That's what's going on here. But Lupu hasn't, and his opponent, John, also hasn't. They're playing for a fair amount of money, not surprisingly. And as I said, it's a $100, $200, $400 cash game. And John is going to, I don't know if it's fair to say lose his mind, because maybe there's some very exotic strategy behind some of the things he's doing, but he sure is going to put Lupu in a bit of a conundrum. Might need some help to plunge his way out of it. I don't care anymore. It's the breakdown with Grant Dennison and Jonathan Levin. What a surprise. You went with the guy who chose a poo name as your feature. I mean, you put it out there. I'm not going to not hit the ball that's hanging right in front of the ball. Look at that. I'm still, I'm still in that general area. But I meant like baseball or cricket or tennis. Sure. Racquetball. Pickleball is what's popular now. Yeah. Uh, so Lupu must be this guy's online name. So I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure some listener is going to be like, you don't know who Lupu is? You're the worst. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> you know? we, we have gotten that in the past. I just realized, you know, Lou in England is also the toilet. Of so course. Lou Poo, it's a, it's a poo in the toilet or a poo. He's French, though. Oh. So is he making fun of the English? Maybe this is his actual name. Maybe, maybe, maybe this has been bullying. Maybe this, I didn't know it. He might just have a, a classic French name. Yeah. And Lou Poo. You, you've been shitting all over it. Oh, oh, we did another one. We did it again. <laughs> he chose the name. It's not... Lupu, maybe he didn't choose the name. Maybe that name was given to his him. His name, in his French name yeah. given to him is L-O-O-P-O-O. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not from France. It's possible. I guess it's possible. It's possible. Yeah. You know, and also it'd be pronounced Lupu, 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 like Pepe Lupu, right? Yeah. You don't like this? You're having <laughs> it's problems? Fine. It's fine. You're, you seem exasperated. I'm exasperated. I was just thinking about the 0.5% the of you who are all on your high horse. Like, I've watched 1,700 <laughs> Lupu hands, and I know exactly his strategy, You're and still. I can't believe that the poker guys don't know who Lupu is. Lupu is one of the top 2,000 players in Pocket Fives. Yeah. If you guys don't know that, what are you doing making podcasts? Yeah. There was that, yeah, that when we were doing a lot of, when the pandemic started, we were doing a lot of online hands. Yeah. We would catch some flack. And also not just then, but especially then, we'd catch some real flack from some listeners for not knowing some of the online good but not superstar players. Right. Also some of the superstars, because so, what the hell do we know? For those who are confused about why we wouldn't know that, we're not a poker news podcast. We, we're not like up to date on all of the poker stuff. I mean, we are to, some, mean, to some extent, but like that's not really the the heart of what we're trying to do here. We're just analyzing hands. Hey, here's a thing that I read about yesterday that's weird. Okay. This is a I, I feel like worried. Yeah. You look you look like I I should be concerned. It's a little weird. So Norman Chad. Oh, I heard about this. Yeah, re, but tell the people. So Norman Chad um apparently stopped being on Twitter 
like just like disappeared from Twitter. Speaking of poker news, by the way, like yeah, we're not is, the poker news guys. Here's some but. poker news. So um so someone like reached out to him and was like, Hey Norman, why aren't you on Twitter anymore? What's going on, man? Um someone who knows Norman a little bit, right? And Norman said he's not on Twitter anymore because he had written a few tweets that were um critical of Joey Ingram's investigations on the Robbie Lou stuff, right? Because mm. Joe Ingram had done 60 hours or 70 hours of online, uh, you know, A, a truly stuff. absurd amount of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of people, I, I think he got a lot of viewership. There's some really great stuff that came out. I didn't watch any of that except, except like highlights of it because that's that, way too many hours for me. But um, some really cool stuff came out of that, just like quotes and funny things and interesting things. Um, but so Norman Chad wrote a tweet. So I, I'm just, I'm quoting it off the top of my head here, so I'm going to get it a little bit wrong, to be clear, but basically saying that Joe Ingram's investigation wasn't very good. Some version of that. Maybe he said it wasn't rigorous enough. Maybe he said it a little more intensely than that. It wasn't overly intense, the way he wrote it. I remember that. That's the best I can say. So someone, like, showed these tweets to Joe Ingram, and Joe Ingram, on one of his live streams, and I've seen the video of this now because I watched it last night, got really upset about it and was like, who the hell is this guy? What does he even do? He, next time I see him, I'm going to crack his ribs and said that multiple times. And then later on, another time someone said like, who's Norman Chan? He's like, he's the guy who's going to get his ribs cracked next time I see him. And it's like, I'm going to go like this and punch him. So then apparently Joe Ingram followers have been like tweeting at Norman Chad and threatening him to the point where he just left Twitter. Huh? And Joe, and apparently Norm reached out according this is all according to Norman. Um, he reached out to Joe Ingram asking Joe to like have his people like chill out. And Joe Ingram apparently had no interest in responding to that or doing anything about it. According to Norm chat. Um, if that's true, that really sucks. Yeah, I agree. Really, really sucks. And I just, I don't understand. I thought Joe Ingram was one of like the happy good guys of poker. What the hell is this? It's a strange, violent place to go about. Like, yeah. So you, who maybe Joe Ingram's going to ask his followers to crack us in the maybe. ribs after this, whatever. I'm going to say words anyway. Sam, um, like, if you're that feeble about your investigation uh, to have somebody of any prominence question your ability to investigate as a podcaster, yeah. not a fucking cop, right? right? You're, not, you're, not, not, you're not an investigative journalist, right? Yeah. You're not, you don't work for NPR. You're not a I New mean, York Times reporter. Yeah. Like, you're just a guy who likes to do investigations related to poker stuff, and you put a lot of time into and it. People and people really like it. And yeah, and then, like, respect. You, you, yes. found, you found a niche there that you're really good at getting people interested in. No question. Norman Chad questioning that you have a good ability to investigate is not a ridiculous thing for Norman Chad to do. Also, 100% I agree. But also, if you're going to put yourself out there the way Joe Ingram has, of course you're going to catch some criticism. Like, that's part of the deal. Yeah. Any, anyone who's in, who makes YouTube videos to any size audience, and we know this because we make YouTube videos to a size audience, right? And we used to make them to even bigger size audiences. Um, you catch flack, like from, from nobodies, from famous people, and from everything in between. You just do. Like, people will call you a moron. That's the deal. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't always feel good, especially if you're newer to this. Although Joe Ingram's been doing stuff for a long time. I'm sure he's been called a moron many, many, he's many times. He's been around longer than we have, I'm pretty I sure. I think maybe you're right. So I don't understand why, why he felt the need to react so strongly to this. It's very odd to me. And I almost don't understand. Like, I was like, is this a fake? Could this even be real? How could this be real? Well, one option is that 
Um, there's other beef between him and Norman yeah. Chad that we are unaware of. Right. You know, that that's possible. Even so, he shouldn't be encouraging any version of violence towards anyone. Of course. Period. Of course. Period. Even if he thinks, like, it's harmless because he's never going to see Norman Chad, and of course he wouldn't punch Norman Chad, which I imagine is what would be going through his... I've never met him, either one of these guys. I imagine that's what he's thinking, unless he's actually a violent dude, but I have no reason to actually believe that. Right. But... But of course, he has, he's an influencer. He has a big audience. And you can't just say stuff like that and be like, well, the chips fall where they may. And if Norman Chad gets beat up, it's not my fault. It is your fault if, if one of your people throws a punch at Norman Chad. Or just if Norman Chad feels threatened and can't, doesn't act in the same way in his life as a result, that's not an okay outcome here. No. You just have to take the criticism and move on. That, that's all. You can just not bring attention to it and not try and embarrass Norman Chad anyway. Like, who cares? Right. So you got a critic from a high level in poker. We've had that. Yeah, you just live with many it. times. Yeah, you just live with it. Honestly, it's a sign that you're making it. When, you, when, when famous people start to critique you, that means you're being noticed more. And the fact that they're doing it publicly, is that's a compliment ultimately, even though I know maybe not a compliment from Norman Chad, but it's a sign of something, right? And so I just don't know why you would go in this other direction with it. It's really disappointing if it's true, and it seems to be true. From, from, as I saw the videos of Joe Ingram actually saying that, so unless they were somehow faked, which they didn't seem faked, uh, it seems true. It really, really disappointing. That is really too bad. It's a real shame. Real damn shame, Grant. Oh, well. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, got I nothing mean, else on that. But no. Okay, so that's the news that I, I said we know nothing poker about. Poker news with the poker guys on the poker show. This is the poker show? I don't know. I never yeah. know the name of the show. It's the Breakdown Poker Podcast with the poker guys. Is that what it's called? And the name of the book is How Can He Fold? How Can He Call? How Can He Fold? How Can He Call? It's How Can He Call? It's How Can He Fold? Yeah. How do you not know this? I don't know. I don't know. Because who cares? It's one of those two. You've somehow managed to get through life... <laughs> This far, <laughs> like as a, as a single person alone, that's yeah. the, that's the really shocking part. Mostly, people like you need to find a spouse to kind of guide them. And you, I can't be constricted like that. Man. <laughs> yeah, I know that. <laughs> but but still, you're alive, which is amazing. Yeah. yeah, with your your inability to remember or or focus on your surroundings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, you know, I made a decision a long time ago that I'd rather be alone and starving. Then constricted and safe. <laughs> and, and fed. Yeah. Constricted and fed, basically. Yeah, and it's, you're not starving because of a lack of access to food. It's a lack of ability to use the access. Yeah, I wouldn't know to how to food. eat. I wouldn't know how to eat the food if I got it. And or I wouldn't know how to get the or, food if I, yeah. if I ate it. Yeah. Which hole of my body does it go in again? Yeah. I can't remember. And not to say, and to be clear, just in case the listeners are confused, it's not that I don't date people or anything like that, but I have never been married and don't. I don't think that's probably going to be one of my outcomes in life. And I feel, I feel good about that, to be clear. Doesn't seem likely. That's, all, that's been sort of the plan the whole way. So, Anyway, that's a little more inside baseball than anybody needs, Grant. But you made me go there. I made it happen. You forced it. Grant yeah. is, Grant is if, if anyone's my work wife, it's Grant Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> what an honor. What an honor. You're welcome. Yeah, that's really great. Yeah. I appreciate that. Um, so, yeah, Lupu. Right. He's uh, French. This, uh, this was suggested by someone, or did you just pull this out of thin air? It's Leo Chen. It's Leo Chen time is what it is. Yeah, time so for some Leo Chen action. Leo Chen's been suggesting well recently. Leo Chen suggested this on Discord. And hey, I think that you've all been slacking a little bit on the suggesting. Wow. Let's, let's be honest here. Let's have, a, let's have some real talk. It's like we're in a kindergarten class, and the teacher sits on one of the little chairs. Like, everybody get in a circle. We have to talk about what happened. <laughs> <laughs> like... 
not only did Tristan push Ashley off of the jungle gym, yeah. but also nobody's been suggesting hands as much as they used to. <laughs> and, which, and let's be honest, one thing is a, a singular act of violence. Another thing affects all of us. Yes. So it's more important. <laughs> but anyway. Ashley uh, will heal. I mean. Like, I, I want to, maybe we don't talk enough about Mount Rushmore anymore. But yeah. Leo Chen's creeping on up, so you better pay attention, Mark Testart, and all you other Mount Rushmore Sons folk. of bitches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but really, we would like you to suggest more hands. Yeah. It would be great. Um, there's lots of great hands out there. We can go find them ourselves, but, you know, we'd rather you be engaged in this way. And while we've often been talking up Discord as a way to do that, um, I wonder for some of you, you think like, oh, Discord's a thing. I don't want to get into that. And so I'm just not going to do it anymore. Because like, you can also still suggest on Twitter as well. We're the number two poker guys. You know, we're the poker yeah. guys on Twitter. You can absolutely add us and, um, and suggest any hand. You can also DM us on Twitter suggest a hand. Yep. You can do all the things. So um, we'd love to get more hands. We, we have some, but we'd love more. We, lo- we love it when there's like an abundance of hands though, so we can really pick the very best and most interesting things. And at least lately... It's just the it's kind of, it's trickled down a little bit. It's a little less of a flow than we would really love. So come on, get off your your dumb butts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get off your dumb butts. That's a good way. This to isn't do. just for listening. This is a participatory exercise, people. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking at you, Karimio and Son. That's right. I'm calling out individual listeners now. That's what it's come down to, Grant. Calling out Karimio. Yeah, because I know he of listens. poker time. Yeah, Karimio poker time. Well, I know he, he listens and his son sometimes listens too. So I thought that'd be a fun little shout out. Oh. Cremio's son needs to suggest more hands. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, wouldn't it be cool, though? How old is he? I don't know. He's like 14 or something. Well, okay. He's old enough to understand poker then. Yeah, I don't think he does. I don't think he's a poker player in any way. I think he just likes listening to the openings because we're, we're wacky and crazy. Okay. Well, as, as do I. I listen to the openings. Cremio's well, son. Who has, whose name I do not know. And so I will only ever refer to this, this person as Cremio's son, even once I know his name, because it's too late now. It's in my head as Cremio's son. And as we've said earlier... I don't have the ability to change stuff like that, you know? No, it's, it's all over. <laughs> it's, this it's actually brings deal. me to a, um, a different topic. Okay, it's sure. It's kind of more serious, but also fun, oh. fun to explore. Okay. And I think you're an interesting person to talk to about this. Let's um, find out. Because you don't have kids, and you most likely won't have kids. Wow. Wow. Because nobody will have <laughs> No, I mean, that's a fair statement, right? Um, I think it's pretty reasonable, yeah. Yeah, it, you might, but it's... It's possible, but it's, I'm not, it's not the plan, and it, it hasn't really been the plan. It, doesn't, it continues to not be the plan. So, yeah, go so, on. So, had to is the wrong way to put it, but... Uh, so, I've, I've had to think about this more than, than you about... Because I have a kid, yeah. right? I, I have a two-year-old kid. Um, as a, a professional poker player mm. who has made money playing poker and sees it as a viable source of income... How would you approach poker with a kid when they get old enough? So let's say poker is still a profession of yours. How do you approach it with them when they they ask you about it? Do you like do you go with the full Doyle where you're like you're going to become a pro, or do you try to steer them completely away from it, or something in between? I certainly would never do the full Doyle. You're going to become a pro, and I can't imagine anyone reasonable yeah. would. Right. Right. Um, the concern I would have about uh, introducing it to children is that. We see in the poker world how many people are degenerate gamblers and are addicted to it, right? And beyond that, we see how many bad people are attracted to poker right. to steal from the people who aren't being bad people right. necessarily. Um, but so, so there's, there's those pieces. But the people who are like ultimately like addicted to the action or addicted to gambling basically can't ever get out of the holes that they're in in their lives, right? You know, like we see people who are good poker players even 
who, but also like can't help it. And so they win a big score and we know they, they can't keep that money. We know there's no chance they're ever going to keep that money. Yes. Okay. But let me, let me, uh, jump in here real quick. Yeah. Um, I believe I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I believe that gambling addiction has a genetic component. So you can, it's, it's somewhat predictive. And so for, if, if you're, you or me, we're not gambling addicted. Right. We've been tempted our entire professional lives. And it's oh, never, no. never it's been not a problem. an issue. Yeah. Making it much less likely for a child of ours to be gambling addicted. If that's true. Cool. Yeah. I don't know if that's true. Like you can assert it, and, yeah. but I don't know if it's, if, if it's factual. Um, I'm just saying you're playing with a little bit of fire there by, by introducing it at all. I mean, clearly there's some value in the game of poker as a, just a game in terms of game theory and reading people and math. And like, there's a lot of, it's a complicated game that, that could have value for a child, but so could a lot of other things. And my inclination would never be to push a child towards any kind of gambling activities um, and, you know, encourage them to be normal people in the world. And if they want to be something else, they will find that. Like I, I there's some parents who wouldn't allow for that space, but I know you would, and I know I would if I ever yeah. were to be a parent. Um, you know, my mom, my parents were like that too. My parents were always like, you can be anything you want to be. And I was 15 years old, and um, I was a smart kid. You know, I, I did very well in school and stuff like that, And even at 15. And my mom was like, what do you want to do when you grow up? And I said to her, not joking, I said, I want to own and run a comic book shop. And that must have been disappointing to hear as, as a parent. Yeah. You know? But she looked at me and she smiled and said, I think that would be great. And I believe that she meant it. I can't imagine she meant it. You know, I was like a good writer. Even then, you know, I had all these potential things I could do. But that's what I wanted to do at 15, you know. And, uh, and she was completely supportive. And every decision I've ever made, and I've done a lot of, as you know, Grant, a lot of alternative kind of decision-making career-wise my entire sure. life. Like basically since the, even when I was in college, I was, I was in college as doing playwriting mainly, you know, like what kind of career are you going to do from that? It's hard to come up with that many really be, successful careers. Be David Mamet. Right. Um, There's the, right. But, and I did a bunch of other weird stuff ever since, and they've always just been a hundred percent supportive. So I've always felt like I had room to try stuff. That's how, I, that's how I'd be with a kid who was interested in these kinds of things. But but I think I can understand why it'd be a worry for any parent. Right. Because it's different to say, I want to own a business and run it. Maybe it's not a super high upside business. Right. Maybe it's a middling life, you know, yeah. financially. But, but it's different than something that is potentially dangerous to the person for multiple reasons. And this is true of poker that it's just potentially dangerous for multiple reasons. There is, of course, gambling addiction, which you mentioned. And as I alluded to, there's the people who are in poker who are there because it's a cash thing and they're trying to get your cash through non-poker means, mm -hmm. either through straight-up theft, which, you know, we've seen happen, we've heard of happening Absolutely. around our communities, and or, or through elaborate scams or not-so-elaborate scams, just but just like taking money from people because they know that people are more freewheeling with money when poker is involved, when gambling is involved in any way. So, yes, these, there are all these things, but um, these are the 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 costs of it. The benefits are, of course, the game theory and there's learning. And also, it's fun if you're good at it and you win at it. Yes. You know? And it's cool to make a living doing something like this where you have so much freedom of choice and freedom of movement. It's, a, it's sort of an amazing thing to like go play cards, come home with significantly more money than you left with, and have that be a regular occurrence. That is, that is almost like a, a miracle for a while. Eventually it becomes normal, but, but it's sort of like a miracle for a right. while and, so and a wonderful thing. So, so the, where you went with it when I asked it was, was mostly to a theoretical place, right? Yeah. Where, uh, how does the actual parenting go? 
You know, like, it, how do you imagine it going? Like, let's say an age that they start getting interested in that type of thought is 12 or something. When, yeah, sure. When they're like, what is, so, Dad, I, I know that, like, your whole life you've been, like, a professional poker player. Like, tell me about that. Should I, is that what I should do? You know, like, how do, how do, you, how do you approach that? <laughs> I don't think any kid ever asked their parents a question, like, is that what I should do? But I, no, well, no. My, my, my cousin's kids, um, one of them was, thought it was really cool I was a poker player. This is back when I was really a poker player, as opposed yeah. to now. And, uh, and wanted to play. And they were, like, cool with that. And, like, so I showed him some stuff, and we played a bit. And then he just lost interest and moved on to the next thing in his life. And I think most things for kids are just little fads, you know? I think it's a little different if it's the father than if it's the person who's around twice well, a year. that's probably true. But I think part of it, though, is also how much the father pushes it or doesn't push it and makes it a part of their... Like, if you do weekly poker games, no matter what, then at some point, it's going to become very normalized for her, yeah. right? But if it's just... If it isn't something like that, and then she has to, like, pursue it, that's different. Yeah. So I, I would just be, like, giving, giving her as much space as possible with it. I would never try and introduce it to her or push it on her in any way ever, if I, it were me. That, that's, that's been my philosophy. I wanted to know what, what you would end up with. I wouldn't even be like, let me. T- it's time for you to learn poker. No. I would never have that. I no. would never sit down and say that. She'd have to say, teach me poker. I want to learn. I'd be like, okay. That's, yeah. that's the only way it would ever happen if it was me. Yeah, my, my philosophy has always been I'm never going to encourage her to, to become a poker player, but I'm not going to discourage her from learning about it. Yeah. I'm not going to be like, no, not for you. Not, it's not good enough for you, my pure, sweet baby. You know, like, I'm not going to do that. It's not a great lifestyle for most people, though. No. Even, even professional poker players are often either barely getting by or a little bit miserable or, you know, have a lot of other things. You know, there's just a lot of things that often don't make it a great lifestyle. It can be a great lifestyle, yeah. but, but for a lot of people it isn't. And I think it works better for most people as a side thing for sure. than a main thing. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Um, yeah. I mean, it's just an interesting thing to think about with like, because this is obviously choices I've made for a decade, a decade and a half. Poker has ruled my financial life. Right. right? That's been my sole source of income one way or another mm. has been poker. So it's, I, I can't be, I can't legitimately discourage my daughter from, from taking that as a serious idea of what a profession might be in her future, right? If, if that's what she's interested in. But I also feel this urge based on all of the negatives that come along with it to discourage her because I feel like I've, I've got a good head on my shoulders, but also I've been through 15 years of poker and, and come away basically unscathed as far as scams and steals and stuff. But I know it's out there and I know what to look for. But if you're new to this stuff, like you're way more open to getting caught in something like that. So that would be a concern of mine as well. Mm-hmm. Sure. I think it's a really interesting question as a parent who's a professional poker player, how you deal with it. The Doyle way was to just say, dive in, you know? Well, I don't know. I mean, well, maybe not. Maybe Todd really, really yeah. wanted to do it. It's, and yeah. he obviously had some, you know, ability, predisposition towards yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Yep. I wonder, like, all of them as Rockies play poker, right? Like, what, what's up with that? I mean, probably they all used to play as kids. Yeah. And, like, once you see one of you having success, it's probably very encouraging for the rest. Yeah. And, and I imagine both Robert and Michael were pros anyway. Yeah. And then the other two, I, I think, think there's, there's two, two others. Yeah. Um, I don't know that they play a lot, but they are at least reasonably good, right? They're at least okay. Right. Um, although if they've been te- if they've taught them his Rocky method, they probably blow up a lot more. Than <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, uh, you know, whatever. Those, Robert and Michael make it work. So yeah, they have a decent amount of success. Those guys. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, just thought that was an interesting topic. Yeah, got a new interesting topic for you. Bring it on! I don't care. It's a uh, it's a new sponsor. No. Yeah. Yeah. This is what they've paid me to say. Okay. 
They're actually not paying us. They're, just, they're, they're paying us in products right now. That's true. They gave us some products, and if it goes well, they'll, they'll start paying yeah, us. Yeah, so we'll see how it goes. But um, they did give us products. Sorry, please, please. What are they? So I'm going to say, say the stuff that they said we got to say, and then we're going to get into our own shit about it. Yeah, but this, be way the better. stuff is good anyway. Go yeah. ahead. Um, so support for The Breakdown is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. That's right. <laughs> below-the-waist wow. men's grooming is what we're talking about here. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. I like yeah, they made rides. me say family jewels. Manscaped recently launched the ultimate men's hygiene bundle, the performance package. That's what Jonathan and I each got mm. in the mail just a couple days ago. Join over 7 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. And this is the real offer. Yep. This is nothing facetious about this. You get 20% off... And free worldwide shipping wherever you are if you use the code PokerGuys at Manscaped.com. I mean, that's awesome. It's all one word also. Yeah. Uh, that's really great. 20% worldwide off is pretty shipping. good. Worldwide yeah. shipping is good, too. Because what is this thing, 100 bucks for this package? Uh, something like that. Yeah, 20% off. That's, that's a significant thing. And like, so we got these Manscaped products. And yep. We actually use them. Um, the stuff they give you, it's kind of funny, but it's like things work now. It's it's. I mean, I was like, woohoo, this is great, you know, like just, just like really clearing some space down there, you know? Like. Yeah, the lawnmower 4.0. <laughs> yeah. I bet you can guess what that does. That's, that's for trimming your nethers. Yeah. And um, it was, it, yeah. As, a, as a person who, over the course of my life, has not invested in such a thing, and scissors have been the method, it's a lot less dangerous and it's a, a lot more effective. <laughs> it's, it's better. And it's a, it's a quality product. I, I, I used it, and it was good. I'll say this. Um, as someone who hasn't really put a lot of thought into it in any direction, it's like, it's sort of like, you know, where you buy the house and no one's mowed the lawn yeah, for okay, years. Yeah, really. And it's <laughs> really, like, weirdly big. It's as high. The grass is as high as your head kind of a thing. And then, like, get in there, and, like, you mow it once, and it's like, wow, look at this house now. It's yeah. sort of like that. Yeah, it's sort of like that. It's actually a really nice product, and it's, yeah. not, it's not the only thing you're getting in this package when you use the, the Poker Guys code. Um, you also get a nose trimmer and ear trimmer, yep. which I used as well. I don't actually have a lot of hair in those areas. I'm lucky in that way, but as I, I mean, get older, lucky. that's probably going to start happening. But I did the nose trimmer, and now I notice like it's a little nicer in there, yeah. a little smoother in there. That's that's pretty <laughs> nice. Um, we they, they also care about, and I'm sorry to all who are offended by this, Here it comes. But your balls. They care about your balls, and that's part of their brand. So yes. they, they give you ball deodorant and ball toner, which is like a spray for your balls that just freshens up your day. Now, I use the deodorant and use the toner. Yeah. I will say, I did like the deodorant. I will say the toner was refreshing. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this deodorant is really nice. It feels nice to put on. I'm yep. enjoying this, and it, it, I think it's great. <laughs> they also give you a travel bag, yep. uh, which you can use to carry all of your all of your hygiene stuff, including this Manscaped stuff. Um, and if you use the code soon, you'll also get uh, free boxer briefs, which is pretty sweet. Nice material boxer briefs. The Manscaped boxer briefs. Yeah, and you get the shed travel bag also. That's I already said the travel bag. Oh, did you? Well, you're I was, not listening to me. You're just reading. I'm trying to make sure there's there's a lot to say here. I'm trying to make sure we get to everything. Anyway. Oh, and the thing about the lawnmower is that yeah. it's waterproof. Oh, that, that is actually You can use right. it in the shower so you don't yeah. have to like lean over a toilet or something. You know, it's good stuff. All right. Here's the required part. So get 20% off and free shipping with the code PokerGuys at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at Manscaped.com and use code PokerGuys Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Yeah. Man, we knocked that one out of the park. I mean, maybe we did. Who knows? I feel great about that ad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy for you. <laughs> All right, let's get to the hand. Okay. Um, 
as I said, Leo Chen suggested this. And yes, we would like more suggestions. Right, Leo. Get on that shit. Chen. People. And everyone else. Leo Chen and everyone else. That's right. Uh, all right. At 100, 200, 400 are the blinds. In the World Series of Poker Europe cash game, this is apparently Yo Viral's game they're calling this. I don't know why, but... He's the f- most famous person. Elky's in the game. Huh. So... Maybe he's not always in the game. Maybe. I don't know. Yo Viral's more famous in Europe than he is here. I don't know. Elky's got to be more yep. famous. Elky now has his own thing. He's got so sick with Elky. You know that, right? He's like, tell, tell me your sick story. And then they say... And they always have Elky going, so sick, so sick. <laughs> and like, really? We used, yeah. to, we used to do the so sick yeah. joke, and they've actually... Turn that into a thing. They've bottled it, and they're selling it on the shelves. It's amazing. Yeah, much like and, Manscaped Ball Toter. <laughs> <laughs> Just like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, Elki is among the most famous European poker players, probably especially among Europeans. Yeah, probably. He has such a style to him. And also, he was a famous StarCraft player beforehand. And it, he was famous during the time that it was more likely for you to stay famous in poker. Yeah. You know, like back when everybody was like, it's like the era of the poker giants, you know? But he's also re- kept it going where there are a lot of those EPT, you know, famous people. Yeah. Juan Pastor and Luca stuff like, Pagano. Right. Who like no one yeah. thinks about it anymore at all. There's a bunch of those guys, right? Right. Um, but not him. He's he's totally like transcendent. Partially with the so sick thing. I think yeah. that really helped. And the wearing of a kimono and, and such. And the the hair. Yeah. The hair is part. It's it's a whole thing. The name. I mean, he's got he. The branding is strong. He's got everything going for yeah. him. He's not going to be in this hand. <laughs> <laughs> Fair um, enough. All right. So let us take a look here at the 100, 200, 400 thing. We got John. I don't know any of these players. Let's just, I'm just going to say, I don't know who these wow. players are. Wow. I don't know who Lupu is. I'm sorry. Tron1984, whoever you are <laughs> online who's upset that I don't know who Lupu is. I also don't know who John is or Malika, who are all the three players okay. who are going to enter this pot. Uh, John's got 42K, so just about 100 bigs. Um, kind of short for most cash games, especially higher stakes cash games, but whatever. But you know what? That's enough to open 8-3 off in the cutoff for John. So... What we know about John is that he wants to open A3 off on the cutoff. This guy might be a bit of a maniac. I mean, it's hard to be anything other than a maniac if you're doing this. I mean, we have a third blind even. So yeah. there's, there's more people than normal behind you. There's five people behind you. Four people behind you, sorry. Um, that's just, that's just crazy. There is no earthly reason to open A3 off from anywhere in a cash game. There's right. only one time to open A3 off in poker that I can think of, and that is on the bubble when yep. everybody's scared. Yep. When pe- or just... You can just say when, when people are scared, yeah, yeah. you could open yeah, but, it. So the best example being on the bubble yeah. of, a, of a tournament. You can open it from under the gun if everybody's really you, scared. You might, I mean, you might be able to open it at certain final tables with big money jumps, yeah. too, if everyone's scared, if you can tell. But, but only when there's clear fear in the air can you ever play a hand like, or should you, I should say, ever play a hand like this. And it's not going to be in a cash game. That's, right. That's not where you're going to be doing but that. John would like to disagree with that because John is opening it to 1700 in the cutoff. Yep, eight of clubs, three of hearts. What an ugly hand, but here we are. So ugly. Malika, another player I don't know. Uh, she's in the small blind with two fives. She's going to call. She's got 47K. Okay. That's fine. Yep. Then uh, Elky folds, unfortunately. The audience boos. So sick. Yeah, so sick. No more, no more kimono. And Lupu. Lupu! Uh, it's got 146K. So now we're talking. That's a stack. He's in the straddle. Or the mandatory straddle. I feel like Lupu would be the name of one of the um, apes in Planet of the Apes, you know? Lupu. Sure. It's like a perfect ape name. Thank Don't you. you think? I will pass that along yeah. to people who, who matter. Good. Thank and, you. Put, and, p- put it up the chain. Yeah. And, and maybe... They are making another Planet of the Apes movie, so maybe are? they could 
they could do it. I don't even remember what's going on in that universe. The apes have taken over, I think. Sure. That's like every every movie, the but apes, I think they've especially they're taken over. They're talking and stuff. Yeah, they've especially taken over. All right. So Lupu. Okay. He's got 146K. He's in the $400 straddle. He's going to make the call with 7-6 off. Fine. I mean, you could even fold this when both opponents have only 100 bigs. But, but it's fine to call. Yeah, it's fine to call. The pot is $5,300. The flop is 10 of clubs, 9 of spades, 9. <laughs> I didn't write the other suit somehow. <laughs> <laughs> Where is that? I'm going to find that. Okay, it's a red 9. Uh, is it indeed a red 9? Yeah. Let's take a look. It's a red 9. It's 10 of clubs, 9 of spades, red 9. It is 9 of diamonds. That's correct. Okay. You nailed it. All right, 10 of spades, 9 of clubs, 9 of diamonds. Uh, Malika out of the small blind is going to check. Yeah. Lupu, who has flopped a gut shot, is going to check. Should John fire? I mean, he opened 8-3 off. I guess if you're going to open 8-3 off, you should fucking fire. I mean, I don't know. I, I wouldn't fire normally, but I would never, ever be in. My range isn't so insanely wide here. For, if we're the kind of person who's going to open 8-3 off, I guess we should be firing at boards, right? At boards? All boards? Yeah. I mean, this is not the wettest board, but there are a lot of types of hands that can call you yes, here. I mean, there's, there's not a flush draw, so that's good. You get fewer calls, but still, lots of gut shots, lots of pairs, lots of trips. Yeah. Lots of open-enders. It, I guess you block some of the gut shots and open-enders with the eight, so maybe you can get it through a little bit more often, but we're all just grasping at straws here. We are, it's of just, course. Fine, he's gonna he's gonna fire. He's gonna bet fifteen hundred and just hope to get it through. I mean, he's probably a, a fine bet price wise that he's giving himself yeah. fifteen hundred to win fifty three hundred. Yeah, it's probably fine. But I gotta tell you, knowing that action is just about to follow immediately, John's image is not good. Right, John has a very bad image. Malika calls with two fives out of with Lupu behind her. That might be a mistake, no matter what John is doing. Yeah. Like I think it probably with a player is. behind. This, this is just not a good board for fives. You could be drawing dead. You could easily be drawing dead on the turn. Like, there's a lot of really bad cards. There's very few good cards. It's just two of them. And those cards might not even help you. And you have a player behind you, too. Yeah. Like, if, if you were heads up against John, I can see why you would call. You could, you could decide to call here, especially for 1500 But you're not heads up. You just, you just, this is just, this can't be a good call. No, I don't love it. But she's, I think she's thinking, like, this guy can have any two cards. I have a pair. I call, right? Yep. And she's not thinking about Lupu behind her in his range, too. Or she is, and she thinks it's so cheap, she can call once and see what Lupu does. Even. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah. So what should Lupu do? He has a gut shot, and there's been a bet and a call. I mean, he should fold, right? Yeah. It's a, it's a paired board, and it's a bad gut shot. He has a bad gut shot. Like, he doesn't have King Jack. He's got 6-7. I mean, this is just an easy fold. So he calls. <laughs> so this, this game is just... Fucking bizarre. So Yo Viral's game means Yo Viral was like, hey, Elky, come here so yeah. they'll put it on TV and we'll get a bunch of fish to play in this game. That's what it feels like right now. <laughs> like, like, what is happening? Yeah, and of course, somebody's going to be like, fish, you know, Lupu actually is 97th percentile. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. But anyway, that's the life that we live. We call people fish sometimes. Lupu calls. The pot is $9,800. So the hands that we have on the 9910 rainbow board are 8-3 off. Five five and six seven. It makes no goddamn sense. Nope. No sense at all. Okay. You know what does make sense? Um, yes, a cashier often makes sense. I mean, less so than in the past, but yeah. But still, you know, some places won't even take cash anymore. Yeah, I do know that. 
But you know what I was talking about? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Nitro betting. Nitro betting. Nitro betting makes sense. If you use the link in the description of this podcast when you sign up, it makes way more sense to do that than not use the link, Mm. of course, because that gets you access to all of our special promotions, which are so sick. Preach, brother. That was nice. I wish you would say that more in my life. Okay, I might. Like when we're at the same poker table, even if I if I make a joke and it doesn't get a good oh, reaction, yeah. you gotta you gotta give me a preach. Brother. I like that. I, I may do that. I may okay. That. I appreciate that. I gotta remember, but I hope to do. And it. you'll be preaching the gospel of nitro betting once you use that link because you're like, I can't believe I got these so sick promos. <laughs> but it's incredible. You'll also be talking about the sports betting and casino games that go along with the poker because it is. Fabulous. Yeah, and a lot of the promos come in the sports betting side of things. Um, the, yeah. the thing that always happens is the poker monthly tournament. It's the Poker Guys monthly tournament. That happens the last Sunday of every month. But the thing that really is like the high value stuff is in the sports betting. So if you like that at all, you know, free survivor pool in the NFL, free March Madness stuff is definitely coming in March, like assuming that we are doing March Madness stuff this year, yeah. I, which I imagine we will be. Um, they always do something for March Madness. They always do something for every sporting event that they can. It's, a, it's just a good deal. Over $1,000 was given out in the Survivor Pool this year just for free, for a free yep. entry. And, of course, one of our people won it because they were the only people who could win it. it yeah, was you a have pool to use the link. People. Make sure you use the link. Once you make your money, you'll be happy. You'll, that's, what, that's the agent that leads you to happiness. They say money can't buy happiness. It's a lie. Clearly, that's not true. It's really a lie. <laughs> Nitro betting. We'll see you there. Nitro betting. You can buy happiness with this. Yeah. Yeah. With exactly. Winnings. Yeah. It's, it's a philosophy. It's a, we're allowed to say that. Mm. Um, all right. So $9,800 are in the pot. Okay. And I think it's in dollars, even though it's in Europe, because it has a dollar sign. Just well, to, that's a good reason to think that. 1099 board. Lupu out of the straddle has 7-6. John, the aggressor, has 8-3. Malika has 5-5. Five, five. Yeah. Turn is the eight of spades. It's the second spade and, crucially, makes a straight for Lupu. Yes. So, cool. Cool, cool. How do you want to play it as Lupu? Your first to act. Check. Or, no, you're not first to act. Malika, your second to act. Malika's going to check her Malika, fives. Malika checks her fives. She's probably done with it. I think we 100% should check to the absolute maniac. Lupu bets. Okay. Leads for 5,500. Just trying to make sure an overpair doesn't check back, I guess. I mean, there's some value in that. Sure. Sure. A 10 or an overpair checking back. Like, a 10 yeah. or an overpair will check back on this card. That's true. Maybe not 10x of spades or jack 10. Maybe those will bet. I'm a not sure. A 10, by the way, ain't liking this action if you suddenly get led into out of nowhere on the That's eight. true. An over, and neither is an overpair. Right. But an overpair may feel obligated to call, at least. Like, a 10 is like, what the hell, man? A 10 is a better hand to call with an yeah, overpair. You're right. Yeah. You knew that as you were saying it. Well, I guess if you had jacks or queens, maybe it's, maybe it's okay, right? Because now you're blocking the straight. Yeah, that's good. 10 blocks the, the kings. The kings and aces isn't as good. Yeah. 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 I mean, so... I mean, what, the only full house is 10, 10, and 10, 9. I mean, but still. So you think an overpair wouldn't like it. You think a 10 wouldn't like it. How about an 8? Because, of course, our man John turned an 8 with his 8-3 off. I mean, John should be, like, out of here so fast. He's got Malika behind him who called as well. Like, she could have a 9. Yep. She could have a 10. She could have a straight. Like, this is the easiest fold in, uh, I'm going to say, history. John raises to 15K. Well, it's better than calling. Raising is definitely better than calling. What John has going for him is that he has not taken his foot off the gas. He right. can definitely have it in a big way, right? He could have 9-10. He could have 9-9. He could have 10-10. He could have 8-8. He could have all the full houses. He could probably have a straight. I don't know if you should raise a straight. I don't know if that's advisable. 
but maybe you could have a straight queen jack at least. Mm-hmm. All of the, these things beat six seven, which yes. is good for John and what he's repping. Um, how do you feel about the race in general? I mean, I still don't like it. I think it's better than calling, but I still think it's very bad. Yeah. Um, it's cool that we have an eight. So we block some full houses. Cool. Yeah. We block nine eight, which ain't folding anyway. If it's if he had a nine, if he has trip nines, I'm saying we block nine eight. But if he has, if he has a nine of any kind, he ain't folding anyway. Right. Do I think he's leading just a bare ten? I w- I wouldn't necessarily think that. I don't know what I think I'm folding here. What I'm folding out here. Right. Because that that's that is the main problem with the raise is that Lupu called he overcalled the flop. Yeah. And then he led into two players on the turn. I mean, it looks like Queen Jack, doesn't it? It looks like Queen Jack or maybe a full house. Could be a full house. Or, or maybe it's just trip nines, even, that doesn't want to let it check through. But all those hands are not folding. None I guess, of those hands are folding. I guess you could have jack X of, like... Spades. Spades, like, maybe... Yeah. Well, the only ones that would make sense would be king jack, really, of spades, because he called the flop. Maybe ace jack of spades, because you have the backdoor nut flush draw with backdoor and straight it's so, draws. And it's really cheap. Yeah, maybe. 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 Yeah. Okay, fine. Yeah. But, but that isn't, is that going to fold to a raise anyway for Crazy John? Probably not. I so guess we what? don't know the relationships of these players. We don't know how well they know each other. No, but the fact that both those players called John's flop bet yeah. for 1500 with the hands that they had, either they're absolutely terrible or they really think this guy is insanely wide. Well, there's not much else in they there. They would be right to think that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. I don't like the raise, but I do also agree that it's better than calling. Yeah. It has to be better than calling. We're almost always getting rid of Malika this way, at mm-hmm. least. So we only have one person to bluff. And maybe we're even ahead against some of the calling yeah. range, like King Jack of Spades. We might be ahead a tiny, tiny amount of the time. Yeah. Of course, if we just called, we would also still be ahead. Malika still would usually fold, I would think, a lot of her range. And, uh, you know, we wouldn't have had to inflate the pot. Yep. So it's, I think a call is... So I was saying, actually, a raise is better than a call. I don't know if that's true. I don't know if I like any of this. I think a fold is just way better than both. And maybe a call is even better than a raise. If we don't think... If a raise isn't going to fold out anything... Why are we raising? I guess the question is if it's going to fold out yes. anything. Is Lupu just going to go random with it sometimes and, and uh, have just a nothing hand? Oh, I guess we don't know much about Lupu. Maybe yeah. Lupu can be a nut bag, too. Yeah. A bag of cashews. Sounds good. Uh, a pouch of pecans. Eh, not as good. But it's alliterative. Do you say pecan or pecan? I go back and forth a lot. Even as I said it, I was like, is that how I say that word? <laughs> I think I say mostly pecan, because if I say pecan, yeah, I feel like an elitist asshole, like an erudite motherfucker. Oh, my pecans fell into my... Uh, I don't feel that way. Call the servants and get... My, my pecans fell into the pool. I call feel, Wesley, you know? I feel like those who say pecan say harassment. Yes, that is correct. So those who say pecan say harassment. Because I say... Wait, what do I say? You say pecan and pecan. harassment. Yes, that's right. So you're doing it wrong. Right, but the, I say it the way normal people speak, and you say it like an asshole. That's the difference between us. Why is, explain? And maybe this will reveal your underlying yeah. misogyny or racism or something. I hope whatever, it does. Whatever let's, it is. let's hope it's revealed. Why, why do you feel offended by the pronunciation of pecan? <laughs> I'm not offended by it. Oh, really? Because you seem a little offended. No, I'm just saying it makes you sound like a dick. Why? Because you're saying I know how to say this, and I'm going to say it right, and all of you. Dumb motherfuckers can fuck off. Why wouldn't that's the subtext? But Grant. Why, why wouldn't that be when somebody says pecan? 
What's because the because pecan is is the accepted way dumb people say it. <laughs> <laughs> the accepted way dumb people say it. Myself included. Okay. No. Is that is that incorrect? Like like harassment and harassment. It's like it's like the way people would react in the old days when a news character would say like I'm here in Bogota, you yeah. know, and people are like oh, you know, I think that's changed actually as as time has gone on. But there used to be a real strong reaction to that, right? Because it feels like you're like acting like you're something that you're not or something like that. And everyone knows you're a dick, but no one, no one knew you were that level of dick until, I, until you said harassment. I think it's... <laughs> I don't know, man. Okay. I, I, don't, I don't see Pecan as necessarily the dumb person's version. I, I oh, just really? think people are taught different ways. Oh, that could be it. Yeah. <laughs> pecan. Pecan yeah, sounds I more never na- say pecan. pecan sounds more natural to me. Pecan sounds like what rich people say, and pecan says what is what everyone else says. And guess who grew everyone up else rich? can't afford pecans. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Like that's that's part of it. Like we all say pecan because we've never had them. We don't know how they're supposed to be written. It's like caviar, caviar. We don't know. Right. I don't know how that's pronounced. Yeah, sushi, sushi, sushi. I don't know. You know. <laughs> Sushi doesn't necessarily have to be that expensive. No, of course not. Yeah. It's in grocery stores. Ever been stores. to a sushi chain? I mean, by the way, pecan, train. pecans pecans are also in grocery stores, and obviously everyone's had them. Pecan pie. Everyone loves it, but I love pecan pie. That's what my cousin used to say. He didn't say pecan pie like a dick. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So John's raised to 15K. Of course he has. And you've kind of started to not like that as much as calling. I really have started. At first I was like, it's got to be better than calling. And now I have come around thinking about the range with, that Lupu has. Unless Lupu is also a pouch of pecans. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think actually, I mean, we should just fucking fold clearly. Obviously. But if we're going to put chips in, I think I like a call better. Than, I think we can always raise the river anyway if we want. Like, I think I like a call better than a raise now. Because I don't think we're folding out much of anything at all that's leading here into two players. Well, we do get to fold out some things that Malika could have that might have us beat or have potential to beat us. Do we think she's calling like a, like a 10 specifically? That's it, right? A 10, maybe King Jack herself. We might be able to fold out her Jack 10 right now. Exactly. Yeah. Maybe. It, with a raise. Or King Jack. Yeah. I guess. that That is some value. But none of the... I mean... The downside is so much bigger than the upside with all of this, right? We should obviously have our, our card should have hit the muck so long ago. Well, John also is trying to really rep strength here. Yeah. So that's part of right. the ray. I mean, you can rep strength later too, but... Yeah, you can do it now. It's nice to be able to win now. That's an advantage of raising now. You could sometimes just win now instead of having to yeah. let your opponent draw to whatever they might be drawing to. Now we know that Lupu is not drawing right now, but... It's possible that he is. Yeah, so that's fair. It's reasonable. I, I I think I still prefer the raise okay. versus the call. That's what John does. Malika folds the fives, obviously. And now Lupu, why did you lead? Now you're here. I mean, it was such an easy check and let him bet, and then you could do anything you wanted. Now you can call or raise, but the raise is going to commit you now, right? And now you're in a different weird spot. You're drawing dead against so much of the range, and you and the rest of the range has outs against you. That's like right. Even John's actual hand has outs against yeah, him. Yeah, he's got four outs. Yeah. It's pretty good, <laughs> yeah. considering. Um, well, it all clearly comes down to what do we think about John? Yeah. Right, at this point. Like, if we think John is crazy, which probably we do, based on the very small pieces of data we have. Data or data? What do you say? Data or data? I um, go back and forth. I think I go back and forth on that, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what do they call him on Star Trek? It was data. It was data. Yeah. Right. Like, I'm going to take her out on a data. 
What do you What do you prefer? On the mouth. Um, <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. The look I got for that one. <laughs> anyway, um, I prefer data. I think I prefer data as yeah, well. That feels more erudite in a good way, though. Like in a smart person way. I I'm a scientist <laughs> in a different now. way than Pecan. I'm a scientist. I know I'm not a rich asshole. I'm a scientist who cares about people. I don't I know say, when I say I think data. I, I think in concept, I like the idea of saying data better. But if yeah. I'm actually saying a sentence that it makes sense, and I think I opt for data. Yeah, like I think I do too. Like say organize the data or organize the data. Yeah, I say data. There. Yeah, organize the data. Yeah. That sounds good. Right, but. I wish I could be the kind of person who said organize the data. I'm just not. But you just can't pull it I'm off. I'm not that guy. You don't have the face for it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have the brain for it, man. Who does? Right. Who can say organize the data? And mean it. And Carl, be there. Carl Sagan, he's dead. <laughs> but he could probably <laughs> He say could it. pull that off. If Stephen Hawking could talk, he's maybe. Too. Oh, but he could program it with his eyes. <laughs> you know, he could look at the words yeah. and organize the Data. <laughs> not sure that's okay, but I'm going to let it go. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure either. It's got to be fine. <laughs> anyway, maybe, maybe not. The data that we have yes. is that there's $39,800 in the pot with these ridiculous hands, especially the 8.3. The 6.7 probably shouldn't be here this way either, but here we are. Yeah. It's Lupu and John, which is like a kid's show. Lupu and John and their adventures in Hawaii. Sure. Um, the river is the 10 of spades. That oh, is a, so, so Lupu calls. Yeah. Did we, did we say that? Uh, maybe I didn't. I don't he, think we said that. So he decides to call. Do we like this call? Yeah, we should talk about that. I think I think it's a mandatory call if we know John is in any way crazy. Yeah. There's there's a lot of um, draws on this board that he can have for there sure. Are, there are some types of bad players that you can lead fold this hand as an exploit, but not the maniac type. Right. Yeah. Right. Like part of the reason why we lead is I think so John will go crazy at least some of the time. Right. That's part of it at least. It's Maybe, part of it. I think if, mostly if it's to protect against all of the scary things okay. and make sure a bet goes in. Yeah. Um, anyway, Lupu calls. Good. We have to call. Yeah. All right. 39,800 in the pot. Okay. The river is the 10 of spades. Interesting. That is a wet card. Wet. Yes. So now there's three spades, but that doesn't really matter that much because there's two tens and two nines on the exactly. board. It's uh, not a, I mean, queen jack of spades and Fine. six seven of spades, sure. But we have the seven of spades in our hand. This is a bad card for Lupu. Is it a bad card for Lupu? Let's talk a little more about this. I want to push back on that. I don't think it is a bad card for Lupu. It is if John has a nine. It's a very bad <laughs> card if John has a nine. You are correct. Yeah. Very bad. So are you done pushing back now? Well, I guess I'm thinking about it more in terms of what I know is about to happen. I see. Um, I, I understand what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. So why don't we do that so then like, we can get talk about this piece. All right. Lupu checks. What and, else can you do? Right. And then John. John moves in. Playing the board. Yeah. And so this is why. This is why I think it's a good card for Lupu. Because John moves in. Because um, John shouldn't have a 10. And if he had a 10, it would have been the 10 of spades, which is now on the board. So there are no 10s left that John could have. Is John really moving in with a 9 here after Lupu calls the raise? I don't maybe. know. Maybe. But we were... Maybe, but it's like it's less likely, not more likely, right? Like he's got like some some he may sometimes check a nine because he's like, well, I have bottom full house now, and like you could have led called if especially if I have a crazy image with a ten. Like mm. it's at least possible Lupu you're, can have. You're kind of losing me there, really? Yeah, with a ten. You don't think Lupu's going to lead a ten sometimes? No, I don't. I don't know if that's true or not. Straight's a lot different than a ten. Of course it is. Yeah, of course it is. Um, I think if Lupu were to lead a 10, it would have had another spade with it. Or a jack. Maybe a jack. Yeah. Maybe specifically jack 10. Maybe you can have jack 
seven also. That's Maybe not a it. 10. Right. The, oh, right. He's got to have a 10. 10 seven. Sorry. Maybe we could have 10 seven also. So he's open-ended with top pair. That's not too different than Jack 10. I think that's just so much more of a check call, though. I mean, I, I agree. But I think you're reaching at straws. Okay. I'm trying to say that I don't think this 10 is that bad a card for us on the river once John moves in. Before John moves in, it's like, ah, uh, that's not great. Like, I lose now to some things, and then we check. I he, somewhat disagree. Really? I think, no, I don't know what John, John could be a maniac who's also a thinking player. It's possible, right? Yeah. I think you can move in with a nine here a lot of the time. Really? Yeah. To get called by what? A uh, flush or a straight. You have to have such a crazy. You can also to like, do that. yeah. I mean, there's an added benefit of maybe you could fold out a nine sometimes. Probably not, but it feels like mm. Lupu could easily have a nine, right? Yes, Lupu can have a nine for sure. Yeah, Lupu, but that's a little less likely than than straights and flushes because he check called the flop when there was three ways. All nines are vulnerable on the flop, except for full houses nine ten. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. You'd expect a raise on the flop from a nine a lot of the time. I mean, if you think, if you think what's his face is crazy. But there's three players. Also, he then leads his nine on the turn if he has nines, which is a weird way to do it. Like, yeah. And it's not like a safe turn card. No, it's not. It's an unsafe turn card. Right. Yeah. So it doesn't seem like Lupu has a lot of nines, actually. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think John could actually move in with a nine for value. I think it's not unreasonable. Okay. Let's say he could. I don't think a lot of players do in practice. How about that? I'm not saying, I don't know if John's the kind of guy who can either. or not, but I think a lot of players check that back. Even good players, a lot of good players will check that back, I think. Okay. How about that? You think that's a reasonable thing to say? I don't know. Not, okay. not 100% on that. Okay. But you um, don't think it's categorically wrong? No, I don't. But okay. I, so, some, so to some degree, we have a little bit of room there. A little bit of room. But if, okay. if I'm actually giving myself time to think, and I'm in John's position here, and I have ace-nine suited, all right? Yeah. And I've played it this way up until the river. I'm going to find it hard not to move in against this line. I, I don't see a 10 in Lupu's range. I don't see anything bad happening from moving in. Okay. Like, maybe he rivered a straight flush and is checking. So be it. I lose to the straight flush. That's too bad. Mm-hmm. I don't see a 10 in his range. I'm not sure I agree that he can't have a 10, but... There aren't very many 10s at best. I'll grant you that. Especially because it's the 10 of spades on the river. Yeah, that's true. It makes it really hard. Mm -hmm. So I think you can move in for value with a 9. So I'm going to say that to to me, this means that this is a bad card for Lupu, even after the move-in. Okay. Okay. You're not on board with that? Well, the thing is this. It's a, quote, bad card for Lupu, but it doesn't complete... Okay, it completes the spades. It completes the full house for the nine. That's I, why it's a I bad card. I understand that. I'm talk- I, I get that. But I'm okay. saying the stuff we, were, we would have been more concerned about, really, would have been like a spade or a straightening card that doesn't double pair the board, right? And then we get moved in on and we're like, oh, man, now, like, well, now I'm screwed, right? Well, yeah, those are very like, bad cards. Like, what'd you say? Yeah, those are very bad cards. Those are really bad cards. And all of those missed. Yeah. And like, while a spade did come, the only spades that could ever move in here would be Queen Jack of Spades. That's it. Yeah. Um, so, in that way, that's pretty good. If we think about the, raise, the range that actually raises us on the turn, all of those hands would never move in here. Even if they made a flush, they're not moving in unless it's the Queen Jack of Spades, I believe. I don't believe the nut flush is moving in here. I think that'd be an absurd move. Probably in. not. An absurd move in. Um, 
unless John is a complete amateur, a rank amateur, and has no idea what he's doing, which seems unlikely. Um, so in that way, I think it's, it's kind of a good card. But I hear what you're saying. Yes, it does make nines full, and perhaps nines full still would move in against yeah. us. I'm willing to grant you that that's at least a very strong possibility. So that... So we shouldn't parse it into what parts make it a good card and what parts make it a bad card. We should say whether or not overall. it's a good card overall. Yeah. Right, right. I think it's a bad card overall. Overall, it's probably a bad card. I guess yeah, that's fair. Overall, it's a negative event, but I, yeah. think it's, I don't think it's a massive negative event. Let me say it that way. Okay. There's, there's way worse events than this. You know? All right. Nothing, nothing John has done so far has indicated that he couldn't have a nine, yep. in my opinion. Okay. I don't think he has too many tens, unless it's now quad tens. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe ten nine, right, right. right. No, those are those are there for sure. Yeah, those exist, and we know he has all remaining combos of ten nine because he has eight three. So yep. he's definitely got all of them. Yep. So I think that makes this a fold for me, even against John, with the six seven. It's it's not even the best straight. It's the worst straight that we could have. It's not like we could we could have had a, a like a, a flush draw and played it this way. And decide to call with some flushes too, you know, like just to find some distribution to call with. I don't think this is part of the distribution we should call with. Hmm. Well, having the seven of spades though is is a little bit good. And for we blocked some straight flushes. We blocked two straight flushes. Yeah. I mean, it's not amazing. No, it's but not. it's something. We blocked two combos of of things that would move in here. Yeah. That's the only good thing about it, really. Yeah. I don't know. I don't see this as a meaningful blocker hand in in any significant way. Hmm. Um, what are our best bluff catchers as, as Lupu? Obviously a nine, which is kind of, kind of a bluff. I don't catcher. even know if that's a bluff catcher. Yeah. That's just a call. This is an auto call. An eight. Is it eight better because we block eights full and eight, nine. I don't think so at this point because the tens make it. So that doesn't really matter. Yeah. But on the turn, when he raises the turn sure. on the eight, that's so then we can eliminate that at least. Yeah. Would he still move in? Yeah. Would he still move in with eights? If, if John had 888, eight, would he even move in? I, I don't, don't think know. so. Because now the nine yeah. is, yeah, the nine's a problem. Yeah. Um, hmm. So, yeah, what are good bluff catchers? I don't know if there are any specifically good. Having the jack of spades or the queen of spades in your hand is pretty good, I, I guess. I guess that's fine. But, like, that's such a small. Yeah, this is like having the seven of spades in your hand. It's not really much different. So, our distribution should be based solely on hand rank, then, not on blockers. Yeah. This has got to be pretty low. Well, we definitely have queen jack. We definitely have some flushes. We clearly have jack seven. Yeah. Um, We have some flushes as well, no question. We have some nines. We have some nines. We might have some tens. Yeah. Um, What's the worst hand we have? That gets here. Is Do we this lead, lead call the turn yes. with? Yes. This is has this, to be is it. Is this the worst one? It feels like it has to be it. Now, especially, because even if we had a 10 and we were doing it, something you think is bad and wouldn't, couldn't yeah. happen, but I think is maybe possible, well, that's 10's full now. So. Right. And if we had spades, that's a flush now. Yeah. So literally, this is the worst. Yeah. I think okay, so. that's the reason to dump it. Yeah. I think we got to fold. Okay. And that's what Lupu does. And John gets to pull John off the old 8-3. Turns over that those cards and... Has a little party and shows everyone. And My everyone guess starts. is if they got to play this game for a thousand hours, John would not keep that money. My guess if they got to play this game for a thousand minutes, John would not keep that money. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Probably not. I mean, unless this is just an anomaly, one-off, I'm going to go psycho for one hand thing, which mm-hmm. is not normally the case, but it's possible. It is possible, but usually not. Usually the, if someone's going to play 8-3 off from the cutoff, that is not like a, 
you know what I'm going to do right now? I'm going to say data and pecan and, uh, <laughs> and think about, you know, my time at Harvard. And then uh, I'm going to deviate from GTO just this one time because my random number generator, which I have going in my brain at all times, yeah. just clicked the 0.01% time when I actually would open this hand in the cutoff. Yep. Like, I don't think those things go together. No, no. Seems like a good game to be in. Yep. Sure it does. It does.